Good evening and good morrow, my wonderful, wonderful friends. My name is Mikhail Moonstrung, and I am starting another wonderful new series. This series is one that is a bit more personal in the sense where I'm clinging less to form and more to frivolity of exercise and liberty in my speech. In this way, I am calling this section Magic and Minecraft. In this time, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to play Minecraft on my Switch, and I'm going to talk about something magical. This is a freeform place, so I don't expect a whole lot of structure, more the, the randomness of my mind as it turns while I play a game that I enjoy. So with that, take a moment, sit back, turn off the podcast if you feel inclined, but I'm going to start talking. So when it comes to magic, I think one of my favorite particular points of discussion is how you spell it. So for there, there's magic that you learn how to spell in English, which is M-A-G-I-C. And this is a very, this is a very common form. This is a very typical form. It, it, it's, it's the form that's most, com- most often seen in your adolescence and in your youth. And for all intents and purposes, it is mutually accepted as the, the correct term for magic. Now, when it didn't take very long in the research of such studies to decide that I wanted a, I wanted something different. Because when you Google magic, spelled M-A-G-I-C, you're always pulled into the very typical and almost comical uh, sleight of hand tricks. You're, you're looking at things that are, are not magic. <laughs> it's not that they're not magic, don't get me wrong. They are. They are in their own way magic, and I won't challenge that. They are magic to the mind of youth. They're, oh, shit, that shit's magic now. I mean, I see people do things that I'm like, that's, I have to witchcraft. Sheerly sacrifice was the means to attain such dark skill. But no, uh, the, the, in order to get the searches you want, you have to start adding in more descriptive terms. You have to start adding in things that are, you know, you detailed, which is hard when, if you're searching for something and you're looking for something and you don't know what detail to, to add, right? How do you filter out the bullshit? How do you how do you look into it? And so one of the things I would do as a kid was I would add a K to my spelling. It would be M-A-G-I-C-K. Um, I would also see this commonly written in fiction novels as, as a way to, to similarly separate one version or one variant of the spelling from the other to change and delineate sleight of hand from the 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 deeper occult the deeper searches for magic now magic for all intents and purposes maybe like i like that let's let's look at the the question what is magic well that's a hard question that's a hard thing to answer that's a really hard thing to answer especially when you consider that everybody has different definitions everybody has different perspectives and places that drive their 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 understandings of things. And when I consider this, what I am looking at, what I am holding to be the definition of magic, what is magic? I have to really step back because it's a force of causality, but it is causality. Magic is like when you look at supernatural versus natural and the things that we often define as supernatural are not really supernatural above nature greater than nature they are nature or natural they are bound in a dynamic that we may not understand but that is still in its own right and in its own space within order 
It's not supernatural, it's natural. And magic very much is the same thing. So when I look at magic, as I have come to understand it, I interpret it like this. Magic and thought are synonymous. So you know what thought means. I mean, when you think something in your head or in your space, you, you, you know what that means. You, you think something, there's an idea, there's a form, there's a word, there's a sound, there's something there. So if I say, if I say, think of an apple, what, what do you do? What occurs in you? What, what is there present in that space? What, what is that? Explain that to me. What is the thought? What is the thought in this moment, in this time, in this place? What, how do you, how do you define that? How do you capture that? How do you encapsulate that? For me, it's really hard. But I look at it as something that's instantaneous, something that is encapsulating of an object, of an image, of an idea, of an emotion, of something in its entirety. A thought is its own. So when I look and I consider magic, I consider magic a thought, something that is a deep extension of our mind. We're just using it as a way to say that this is a part of that thought that I'm looking at. Right? So if I've I've, I've kidnapped the neighbor and I've, I've begun my rites for ancient sacrifice or satanic invocation, whatever it may be that fits the most dramatic detail of description. I've done this thing and I'm using magic, but what is the magic that I'm using if nothing other than an extension of my own thought? I'm thinking about the experience. I'm thinking about whatever reason and rationale is driving me to justify the extreme nature of it or the subtle nature of what I am doing. These things to me are, are magic. They are thought. They are, they, are, they are one and the same. So when I talk about magic, what I'm really talking about in, in my head and in my spaces is, is controlled thought. Now let me expand on why that is. And there's a lot of descriptions and definitions here, but magic is tricky, right? There, there people have debated and talked about this concept, this aspect, this dynamic, this thing, this unknowable, this potential thing, maybe it was knowable, but it's a force, it's a science, it gets, it gets discussed in great detail all throughout the world in so many different cultures, and inevitably, it's, it's not something that's well decided on. So we have to outline certain constants. One of the things that I've used to help me outline these constants or to better understand them as I, as I find them has been the hermetic principles that are written in the Kabbalion and in the Emerald Tablets. These are principles which are outlined as seven truths to the universe, to all creation, to everything. And a truth is something that, that, is, that is definitive, that is repeatable, that is without question the way. Yeah, true. You know, if if I an example of this, right? If it is true that you should, oh crap, it's kind of hard. <laughs> I'm kind of like I'm sitting like, okay, well, hmm, how do I give an example of a truth? All right, well, let me let me just give you one of the truths that is outlined in the Kabbalion, and that's that's uh, that that everything vibrates. In this writing, it says that, and this is an ancient writing which comes from a time which, as far as we we have understood and documented in our our history of it, you know, it came far before us, but far before common and 
socially accepted sciences described the same, that everything moves, everything vibrates. These were ancient teachings that were wholly believed to, to be law, that in fact were taught and preached as law in such a way that it, it, it was just a, it just is like gravity, right? You, nobody walks outside and experiences the forces of gravity and the fact that they do not fly from the face of the earth and are, and are shocked. It's accepted. It's known. It, it, it is exactly what it would be in, it's not, it's not magic, right? It's not disbelief. It is in fact belief. It is, it is so much more than a supernatural force that couldn't be controlled or that is only masterable by no no it's 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 understood that's so much the basis of magic is it's it's, it's understood when you think something some part of you understands it enough to give you a form and an image or an idea this is magic and the reason that that magic affects the world around you, when we look at hermeticism, the way that they state, the reason that they say that this occurs, and what I believe to be true and hold within myself, is that they, it's actually the first law of hermeticism, and it reads, the universe is mind. No, I have it backwards. The, tell me, man, I can't talk and play games very well. Uh, it is the, the, the all is mental. No, the all is mind, the universe is mental. Boom. Third time's a charm. The all is mind, and the universe is mental. The reason this is important to focus on and to consider in this space is because it's giving us a description of why we see and experience what we do in life. It says that everything, the all, this is a term in the tablets and in the writings to describe literally everything you could conceive of and, and, and not conceive of. The antimatter in between spaces, everything, right? You know, when people say God is everything, right? And it's this real like big grand term. That's what they mean here. When they say the all, they mean everything as far as creation could go till it is undone. The all is mine. They say the also means that everything is mind. A mind, a mind in your body is is a force and an organ which dictates order, logic, reason, binary, and unconscious motion and process. They, and it is what makes you you. Your mind is what casts the order. It is the god to your body. Your mind is your god, whether you choose it or not. It is your mind is what drives you to be as you are. So when we consider this and we are looking at God in our interpretation of the universe, we look at it the same. It says that God is a mind. And that the universe, which is the observable part of God that we are experiencing, the universe is mental, meaning the universe will operate in accordance to the system and order of the mind. Okay. Now this is important because in the first thing it says that everything is the mind. You are a part of that. You are everything. As you are watching it and observing it, you are both the mind and the universe. You are these two things engaging and interacting with each other. And so the reason that magic is something that we can engage with, that can cause effect, that does something, anything in our world is because of this principle. That all things in creation are a mind. They are a part of this mind, which is the driving consciousness and force of all. 
and that that all, that canvas, that paint, that universe, that game, that whatever you want to call it, will operate in accordance to that. It will operate in accordance to that law. It will operate as the mind tells it to. So what do you tell you what do you tell yourself to do? What does your mind tell you to do? This is how we this is the this is the self-inflective view that we use to determine what we are contributing to the universe, what we are contributing to the all and to the world as we experience it around us. Sit on that for just a little bit as I figure out how to do this thing. This has been Mikhail Moonstrung and Magic and Minecraft.